I'll come back. 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 Okay. You press a button. I am seeing that we're live. I'm seeing that we're live. Five, four. Fucking five. Hello and welcome to the Barcast where the bar gets lower every single week, all you wonderful viewers. Your bartender this evening will be a non-pencil. Oh, God. I was drinking in the middle of that. Why did you have to time it so well? Enigmatic Otaku. Cheetos on top Milk. of mayonnaise. Milk. No, we're not doing Cheetos. Ravage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My name is Flutter Priest, and this week we have a very special guest for you as we've gone around to various conventions and hitting up the local scenes. There's one particular individual that just smote us with his charm, grace, and fluffy pillows. We have are waffles. You try, are... What up? Oops. <laughs> were, you, were, you, were you trying to say we were smitten with waffles? Is that what you were going for? For me, an intellectual smote. Okay. <laughs> I have been smoked. Please, please continue before I strangle you. <laughs> Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching this week. We are live on Twitch right now. You can ask all sorts of questions. Uh, we have a drinking word this week. It is by the name of Docky. That is the name of the word. Whenever you hear the word Docky, be sure to take a nice, healthy drink uh, at home. Please do not kill yourself. That is a good thing. No dying allowed. It's in our rules. Also... If you missed this cast or any of the previous casts we've had before, including people on the MLP staff, please, please check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Music, SoundCloud, and all the normal places where you digest your podcast stuff. 100% of our proceeds go to charity, but let's get on to what we do here. We are streaming live on Twitch, so we have questions for our guests that come into the chat. Pencil War example of questions we do not ask our guests. Well, our guest says he's pretty chill with anything, so we're going to test the limits of that. So feel free to ask that question. But in the meantime, uh, please do not ask him questions that have to do with religion or politics or incriminating things or everything like, I don't know, where do you live? What's your address? What's the name of your job? We're, we're really not trying to dox anyone here, kids. Let's not do it. And if you, if you do that, I'm just going to ignore you or ban you, so don't fucking do it. Actually, uh, just to note, like, you could... Like, if you go to my website, DocuMakuraDreams.com, I think that, like, the website actually gives you an accurate satellite positioning of where my business is, which also happens to be my house. Wow. We're not gonna do that here, uh, though. If they, I, if they do that on their... I'm not saying that, but, you know, you can do I'm that. Just gonna flip. <laughs> I'm just gonna flip that the on their, No, if they do that on their own time, that is your fault now, <laughs> not ours. <laughs> So you're saying I can stop by for waffles in the morning, right? If you really want. It's time for waffles to get a P.O. box and have it be the return address on all this shit. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, well, let's We already have a question. We already have a question from the chat, just so you know. Uh, Hey, waffles. Hey, me. 
is your pillow poker? How big? How big is my pillow poker? Yes, yes. your peen. How big is the peen? Our our viewers always ask this, oh, and they want my, to know how big your dick is. I, th I think I'm like at like 5.5 inches wide. Wide. Okay. That's Scientific. <laughs> Scientific as fuck. I I am a scientist in real life, just so you know. Nice. So is this is this is this circumference or diameter? Yes. Uh, this could be diameter. Or radius. It could well, be <laughs> it's radius. Five inches radius. <laughs> That that would be an eleven inches diameter, but unfortunately no, I'm I'm not I'm not that ridiculous. Did you measure hey. your dick using Avogadro's quadrant? Avogadro's quadrant. Avogadro's. Avogadro's number is six point six two six times ten to the power of twenty six or something like that. I, I don't think Avogadro's constant really applies unless if it's talking about like the molarity and density of my dick. At which oh. point it, it would get pretty yeah, complicated. Yeah. Like, it's made of carbon, uh, nitrogen, you know, all those things. Let's not get into the amount of moles <laughs> of, of hydrogen in your dick. Well, we're going to ask more about your um, scientific endeavors later without getting too specific. But first, I know the priest wants to ask you some really basic-ass questions. Yes! Let's so start this out on the right foot and not just immediately get into the troll questions that people ask. Um, let's start with the very, very basics. Uh, Waffles, uh, who are you and what do you do in the fandom? I'm Waffles, hello. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I I'm a vendor. Uh, I design a lot of shit. Uh, if you've been to any of the Charlie Cons, Ponyville Cider Fest, MLP, MSP, or uh, Winnie City Pony Con, and you've seen their plushies, I designed, I designed and make those, actually. Um, Though, like, what I'm mostly known for would be my Daki Makros. So, like, my Daki is... I've been... I, I'm from Southeast Asia. It is my heritage. And uh, out where I am, uh, we Dakis are a regular thing. Uh, it's called Bantal Guling uh, in our language. And, hmm. um, like, when I get married, my wife is ex actually expected to bestow me one. I've grown up with Dakis my entire life. So I, I decided, hey, let's make some dockies, bring them to, like, pony conventions, whatever, haha. <laughs> Joke's on me, I sold out in, like, the first day of my first pony convention, and, you know, like, I've just been trying to introduce, like, docky culture to North America, because I, I found out, like, oh, man, when I first started doing this, like, back in, like, 2011, a, a lot of people gave me a lot of shit. Like, they're like, wow, this is, like, absolute degeneracy. Like, you're the worst. Like, why are you doing this? Where, like... I'm used to, you know, like, be a kid. Like, I had these all my life. This is a normal thing. What are you talking about? And so <clears throat> it's it's weird seeing the culture actually shift from when I first started to nowadays, where nowadays, uh, like, dockies are a pretty regular thing. It's, like, almost like a rite of, like, rite of passage for a lot of, you know, young convention goers to just buy a dockie. When you say dockies, are you responsible? You, you mean, do you mean these dockies? Oh my gosh, he can't see that. He can't see he, he can't see them. It's a picture of Enigma literally laying in a pile of your dockies. That's yeah, that that's literally all of mine. Yeah, you were at Babscon, you were on my couch, hell yeah. <laughs> I was on your couch. Yeah, uh for some context, uh I try to have like the stupidest thing that I, I can bring to a convention. So this previous Babscon, I just brought a couch and like brought fifty pillows. 
uh, I brought like I think about 90 plushies and 20 blankets. And so I, I just like made the ultimate pillow fort in my little corner. It's nice. It's so awesome. Like it, 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 it's hard to miss and you're so approachable at vending at cons. Um, obviously you've had a lot of different experiences related to vending at conventions and, and docu-mocker creation that I'm sure we'll be getting to later on. But what actually got you into the fandom? Uh, oh, man. Like, I had a friend who just told me about, like, My Little Pony. And um, I remember the exact day I decided to watch all of the horse show, actually. Um, and that day was uh, February 29th, 2012. I remember it being leap year day because, hey, I had an extra day. It was, like, a weekend. Also didn't have school. <laughs> Might as well watch the horse show, and then, whoops, here I am. Whoops. All right, then, what actually keeps you here in the fandom? Would you say that it's, uh, obviously, cold, hard cash from the sweet money you make cons, but as far as, like, actually enjoying the fandom, would it be, like, fan fiction, just the show itself, uh, you know, uh, art... Uh, I think for me, like, I mean, first off, like, the life of a vendor isn't as glamorous as you think it is. I, I am poor all the time because I have to, like, buy more inventory and make more shit. Um, so, like, man, we don't really make that much money. But um, on the, like, in terms of why I'm still around, I think it's definitely the people, the community. Um, you know, like, the show preaches friendship is magic, all that shit or whatever. And like having met all these wonderful people, I've made I've made so many friends all across the globe. Uh, oh, my! my uh, uh, a couple of uh, artists, fellow horse uh, vendors, are actually here. They just like heart shaped signed at me. Um, but yeah, like I I wouldn't be traveling across all of Freedom Land, America. Um, mooching off all of my friends uh, if it wasn't for this. <laughs> Aw. Gotta love mooching off your friends. Oh, it's the best. Like, mooching off your friends is definitely the most magical of this all. So, the next question is, um, do you, well, I, I suppose it's it's kind of strange to ask something on the lines of, like, if you have followers or fans, um, how often do you typically get, like, repeat or, like, regular purchasers at your actual vendor do you like can you, can you count on that you have like oh that dude's coming and he's gonna get five dockies every time oh um th there's definitely uh w one particular gentleman i won't say his name but uh I'll ha he's japanese and he goes to babscon every year um oh, he's a wonderful gentleman and like every year he he always excitedly comes up to my booth uh it's, it's incredibly cute um, and, and I'm always honored that, like, he always keeps coming back to me in particular, and he's like, oh, hello, and Lotus, and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let me, like, show you about this, and, like, like it's, it's to the point where um, I, I, made, I made the Ponyco Dakimakura mm -hmm. just for him, actually. Aww. Yeah, so I was like, oh, thank you, Japanese friend. Like, you, you really mean a lot to me. Um, here, have a token of my friendship. Um, and it's it's not necessarily that he buys a lot from me every year, but it's he always comes back, and uh, he's always somebody that I always remember. And, and 
I, I see his Twitter posts about like, um, like he's like, I just got back from San Francisco. I'm so thankful for, for all of my American friends. And like, and to me, like, that's just the sweetest thing. Aw. Plot twist. He's not going for the dockies. He's going for you. <laughs> Aw. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, like, maybe the secret is that he doesn't want to buy the dockies. He wants to buy your love. I don't know. Like, that, that's not very expensive, honestly. <laughs> buy you waffles. I gotta know. What, what buys your love and affection? Um, honestly, probably just your love and affection back. I, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know, like, I, I'm a pretty gross romantic. Um, I'm gross I'm, romantic here. I mean, you, you sell dockies. How gross are we talking? Uh, as in, um, somebody recently professed their love to me and wrote me a poem and my goodness, like my my heart just melted, and we're now in a relationship. Whoops. Ah, oh, that's so nice. It's so are nice, they nice that you, are they nice? It's so nice that you and Japanese guy are getting along, then. Oh yeah, Japanese guy's the best. So, <clears throat> what sort of advice or suggestions would you give to people who may be interested in buying Dakimakura but have too much of like the stigma of surrounding them? Or are thinking about picking one up for the first time and just don't want to get something they uh, uh, wouldn't be happy with? Um, well, first off, like, understand, like, what you're getting. And, like, as in, the way I see Dakimakura is that they're essentially a cheap, giant plushie. Like, how much does a custom plushie cost? Like, $200 for a tiny, crappy one. Um, and expect to pay, like, up to $7,000, for example, for a NAS plushie. That'll be, you know, 36 inches. A Dakimakura is like 100 bucks, and you can it's going to be just as big, and it's soft. Um, and it's just, qu quite frankly, just comfortable to sleep with. I don't know about you guys, but I grew up with Dakis all my life. I legitimately struggled to sleep without one. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You, you, you grew up with them all your life? Are, are these, yeah, like... like you? You like when I was born, pillows? my parents gave yeah. When I was born, my parents gave me a small body pillow. They gave me another when oh. I outgrew that when I was six, and another when I was ten. I still have the same docky that I have when I was ten. It's I recently got a new one two weeks ago uh, to replace that one, but I'm still keeping that one from when I was ten years old, like under my bed. So when did they start taking on faces and shapes, though? Uh, so th this would be like. Like, characters and stuff like that, that would be more of a, uh, like, uh, Japanese phenomena. Like, the, like, the dockies that I had when I was young, uh, they, like, they had, like, cute patterns of, like, multiple teddy bears marching in a marching band kind of design all over. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, like, when popular characters come out or whatever, it's like, whatever, put the popular character on the pillow and you can hug the popular character. Aww. <laughs> well... And, and, and like, I, I think of that as pretty wholesome, honestly. Yeah, make no. It, you make it sound very wholesome, rather than you know, like you've had sex with these pillows, which I'm assuming you have. Uh, no, actually, like I mean, That's I do sleep cool. with people. Like yeah, my my junk does rub rub up against the pillow because I do sleep naked. But like, like what what do I insert it, my junk into? It's it's too wide. It's as as we spoke of before. It's you know five point five inches in diameter. It's oh my god, squadron. Oh my god, stop. So that's when you get, uh, a, like, own a hole, and you position it, like, in the pillowcase, and then you do that. You could, or, you know, that that's a lot of effort. You could just get yourself a girlfriend. 
or boyfriend. Sounds like that, that sounds like more effort, and it sounds more expensive in the long run. Yeah, it sounds a lot more expensive. You know, you, you, it depends. You, you, I, I don't know. Like, find yourself a sugar daddy, and that's like the opposite of expensive. True, I can vouch. For some reason, nice. this gave me the imagery of Buffalo Bill, but instead of making a woman suit, he's making woman dockies. Okay, now last before, but not least, before we start going to the user questions, who's best pony waffles? Uh, personally, my favorite's Octavia. Uh, I, I'm I'm always into Earth ponies. I don't know. I I I prefer in pure pony. I don't want to have like I don't want to look at a pony that's like had sex with a bird or had sex with a narwhal. Um, <laughs> the Earth ponies, I, I guess, for me is I'm just like you know I'm a little racist, I guess, but uh, Octavia <laughs> being my favorite. Uh, mostly because, you know, she's a classy mare. So, yeah. it, if it had sex with a narwhal and it had sex with a bird, no. But if it had sex with the mud, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You know, like, you know, like, we, we came from the Earth. We're going to go back into it, probably. I'm just envisioning changelings having sex with Swiss cheese. <laughs> they, they just become more holy. Damn right they're holy. I'll pray to that. Now then, we got questions out in our question thread. We're going to go out to Terry the Human, uh, who is the first poster. Question number one is, what is your favorite and least favorite MLP episode? Oh, man, this is hard. Uh, favorite, perfect pair, because I'm a gross, romantic person. Aw. Um, least favorite, oh, man. I think it was probably one of the more recent ones. It's it's uh, Pinky playing that stupid instrument from Yak Yakistan. Oh, yeah, it's a villa phone or something phone. Yeah. Um. So like, my man, like my problem with it is like, so Pinky's playing this fucking instrument, and it's 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 you know like like everybody's like, oh Pinky, this is awful. What are you doing? And Pinky's like, oh, I'm so sad. I can't play this instrument. Yeah, you can play this instrument. Just like. Don't go to Fluttershy's fucking animal sanctuary at two in the morning and play loud music. It, I, I think they're teaching the wrong lesson. They should be teaching there's a time and place for everything, rather than like you know you can be an obnoxious piece of shit. To be fair, her friends did say Pinky. Like no, to be fair, her friends did say Pinky. We don't think you're gonna get any better, so we'd like it if you stop playing altogether. Like just saying, that's pretty shitty. It's true, but like you know, like the, this. We're, we're supposed to be, like, teaching lessons and stuff, and I think the lesson of there's a time and place for everything is much better than, you know, do whatever stupid thing that you want to do because it makes you happy, like, regardless of people's happiness around you. I mean, like, I, I guess, like, you know, our autism, like, speaks to that for us liking ponies, but the thing is, we're not, we're not actively hurting anybody else by liking ponies. So what you're saying is that episode is a euphemism for us, where Pinky is the bronies and the Zephidophone is the show. Enigma, say yes. euphemism <laughs> with me. Here we go. And, and euphemism. We are filleting the show all the time. It's true. Euphemism. There you go. You got it right. Fucking I have been. I have been saying it right. Euphemism. Euphemism. You've been doing euphemism. And it's been awful, and I wanted to strangle you. Oh my fucking god! How is it that somebody? You have not been using enough Avogadro Squadron. Shut the fuck up! We're moving to number two. Love you guys. Oh my god, number two. 
What is your favorite memory as a brony, Waffles? Oh, boy. <clears throat> I think it was probably, um... So, uh, out, out in, like, Canada, where I am, we have a uh, meetup every... We have two meetups every week, actually. Uh, one on Saturday, which is the standard meetup at the mall, and then one on Tuesday, which is our Taco Tuesday uh, meetup at the taco place. And I, I remember... Um, I, I used to host the Taco Tuesdays every week, and um, at one point, uh, there was a young gentleman, I'll call him Jackie, I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> Jackie, uh, like, I, I, I was moving far away, actually. I was going to somewhere else to go to school, and Jackie says, like, can I keep hosting these? Uh, like, I, it really means a lot to me, and... Thank you for hosting these for all these years. I wouldn't be where I am without what you've done for us. And it, it was it was at that moment that I realized that like everything I do is out of sheer love for this community. And I so I'm I'm tr like the community has given so much to me that I want to do everything I can to make as much as I can to give back to the community as much as I can because to kind of spread what this community has done for me and to, you know, pass it forward, give it on to other people. That's amazing. That's so heartfelt and wonderful. Just like, ah, uh, see, like pe people get weird sometimes that like, like, oh, you know, maybe like, maybe I haven't really heard of X person or Y person, but really it's people like you in the fandom that really kind of, help the fandom go round if that makes sense. Like, no, you guys keep it as great as it is. I just make hot garbage and try and spread it around. Uh, I don't hey, know about No, no, no. At least it's hot garbage. It could be ugly garbage, but you make it hot, honey. So don't worry. It's true. At least it's not lukewarm, because, like, at that point, it's just kind of tepid and screws. I was going to say it makes wonderful Canadian-themed drinks, but, hey. I mean, that too. To be fair, now tepid garbage to me sounds actually much worse than hot garbage. I'm I'm serious. Tepid garbage sounds really gross. So. <laughs> at what temperature is garbage at peak disgustingness? Tepid. I think it is tepid. I, I, I want to say like three degrees below like body temperature, so when you touch it, it doesn't feel quite right. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> tepid garbage is the name of my... Uh, uh, wooden toaster cover band. <laughs> okay, cool, yes. Priest, do the thing. Glazed garbage. Alright, number three. Who is worst? Uh, Zephyr Breeze or Spoiled Rich? I want to say Zephyr Breeze, initially. Um, so, like, to me, um, uh, I, I'm a firm believer of um, not sucking, I guess, is, is, is the best way for me to kind of explain it. Um, anybody can accomplish amazing things uh, as long as they apply themselves, they put themselves to do a thing. Um, it, like, I mean, like, you, you know, you listen to amazing musicians or whatever, and you, like, say or you hear people say, 
wow, they're so talented. Uh, in my in my like firm opinion, like they're not necessarily sure that like there's a little bit of talent and that helps a little bit. But you know, you haven't listened to this person practice singing every day for their entire life for 20 years. Um, so you know, like they got good at it. Zephyr Breeze, I think, is the worst because I mean, Spoiled Riches, like, I don't know what she does. She probably does a thing and she probably does it quite well. But my problem with Zephyr Breeze throughout I mean, like throughout the early parts of the episode, um, is that, you know, he wouldn't apply himself because, you know, as soon as something got just a little hard, he gave up. And you know, like, and to me, that's that's the most disgusting part. Um, I'm a firm believer of anybody can, you know, do anything. You just got to apply. And quitters and, like, people who just laze around and do absolutely nothing, I think, are, like, my biggest bane. Because I've definitely been there before. I've, I've had, like, in, an entire month where I did absolutely nothing. I felt awful. And I'm like, wow, what did I contribute at all? Whereas... Now I'm trying to like keep myself as busy as possible at BabsCon. Uh, you know, I, I vended, I ran a party, I, I bartended for that party, I, I put together an extra quote small mini convention unquote at at the con, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm I'm not very good at doing any of those things, I don't think. But you know, the fact that I did it immediately makes me. I mean, not not necessarily better than people, but like better than like ninety eight percent of the population because I did a thing. You're like lapping the people me. who are on the couch. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, it, it's it's I guess like artists. I think is 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 the biggest way I, uh, for me to see this actually because there are lots of talented artists who just don't draw. Hmm. We're still talking like, about Zephyrus. Shoddy and finished is much better than like perfect, but like not really completed. So like Zephyr Breeze to me, like as a symbol of like laziness and quitting as soon as things get a little bit hard, I think is like the the biggest sin, quote unquote. Wow. Okay, that's actually a really well in depth answer that I'm surprised that we had on the show. <laughs> Good job. Let's see. Uh, number four. What is your favorite ships from the show? Big Mac and every single mare. I want Big Mac to have a giant hecking harem and impregnate every single like mare in Ponyville. The hecking harem. Yes. He really does work with everyone. He really does. Like he he is technically like I mean, have you read the comics? Like. Yeah, hecking like Meatfoot just falls for him. He's like, "Excuse me, I, I'm I'm busy," and and like he just radiates so much big dick energy that like like I'm obsessed with you, and he's like, "I'm looking for a flower, bitch," or like some hammers. Come on, where's the hammer? Yeah, like, like, as the saying goes, hammers before hose. He was looking for nails. It's like a nail. Nails. Ball. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, number five. How much of a Mary Sue is Flurry Heart? My problem is that she's not a Mary Sue because, like, Mary Sues have to kind of undergo this, like, weird transformation slash characterization of suffering to kind of suddenly get that kind of power. And Flurry Heart's, like, not at all aware of the shit that's going around her. She just happens to be super powerful, and that's fine. 
but that's the definition of a Mary Sue, that they don't work for anything. They just, they have their powers now. She's also a superhero. Ta-da! Done! And everyone loves her. The end. That's what a Mary Sue is. Well, what Does everybody you... really love her? And also, like, 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 you know, I mean, in, in terms of a, like, just sheer power and, like, no effort put into it, sure, she's a Mary Sue. But, like, emotionally, is she a Mary Sue? Everything is always fixed in two seconds when she's around. Everything is good. Everyone is happy around her. No, Everyone loves like, her. No. She, she cried and, like, she bitched she was a baby and, like, suddenly everything was wrong. And people are like, what the fuck is with this baby? This is awful. This baby is the worst. So, like, I'd argue that she's not a Mary Sue. Like, like and, and, like, you know, it's like, oh, we want to love you, but we don't. Uh, compared to, like, with Mary Sue, it's just like, oh, we, we don't want to love you, but we have to because you, oh, you put, like, loving hypnotism on us or whatever. I, I now I really want to read a story where everyone hates the baby and everyone's afraid to say it, and then someone finally says it, and they're all like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, I want this. I want so this what, so much. So what you guys are saying is that Cadence should give Flurry back to Faust. Wow. Swing and a miss. Number six. Is Flurry Heart a demon from hell? I mean, I would argue that she's technically a parasite because, like, any any baby that you know was born was you know parasitic in their mother's womb for like months on end. I, I don't think she's a demon. Um, I'm not quite sure how magic and demon terminology works. But we found out that, like, you know, like, even demons, like, in Tartarus can end up being quite pleasant in the Pony Show. So I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure how you, how you define a demon and what hell would be in this context, either. Fair enough. Uh, number seven, which is the better story, My Little Dashie or Cupcakes? Mm. Personally, like, again, I'm, I'm a gross romantic. I like sad, slice-of-life romance um sappy kind of shit so I, so I, i'm almost tempted to say uh my little dashy because it does take you throughout you know what's essentially fatherhood you know there's somebody who's like missing something in their life they take you know they raise this pet child whatever thing it is and you know like they, they grow because of it and you know and and that that moment of letting dashy go is, is like a wonderful um sign of you know loving so much something so much that you know you're willing to let it go so the the symbolism is isn't lost on me at my little dash and i do i really appreciate that when it comes to cupcakes um i, I appreciate the um like hard-hitting visceral moments of like please don't do this to me i thought you were my friend um so i guess it really depends like are you talking about like technical written? I I think both of them e evoke the emotion that they're trying to evoke out of a person, and therefore both have accomplished what they're trying to do as a story. Well said. Uh, number eight. What do you think of the ponies with freckles, like Applejack and Pear Butter? I I, I like real life people with freckles. So cute. Yes. So do I. So do I. Number nine, if you were a pony in Ponyland, who would you befriend? Who? It depends. Like, why would I want to try and befriend people? Am I trying to, you know, climb myself up to the top of the ladder? Am I trying to maximize happiness? So, me, myself, like, I guess I'd be trying to, like, maximize happiness. I'd want to be surrounded by, like, um, 
people who are probably like mature enough to maintain a relationship and like be adults about things and also like support other be able to support other people in their own endeavors so <clears throat> excuse me i i would appreciate the cutie mark crusaders with them being able to like go like hey you're a great friend we really support what you do and we want you to succeed and be happy at what you do um so that that would definitely be a big plus in the happiness department probably um despite them being young but you know like even young people can be very mature um and then probably oof. I'd, I'd want to say probably Lyra and Bonbon out of sheer, like, it, it, it would be both very boring and very interesting uh, to befriend them. Uh, they're, they're both, you know, reasonably mature, um, but shenanigans always ensues around them. So, you know, I'd, I'd probably be happy around those kinds of friends. Awesome. Uh, we don't have access to pictures just yet, so I'm going to skip number 10 for now. Instead, I will replace it with, uh, if you had to introduce Dakimakura to Equestria, how would you go about it? Mm, I don't know. I, I, think, uh, it, it's, it, I think it'd be something I'd be passionate about enough to just already want to make and introduce in, in the first place anyways. Like, I, I'd maybe find my cutie mark and or whatever i don't know um open a store like sofas and quills i don't know dockies and derriers no no that's not a good one uh, no no that is no that is that's a great one what are you fucking talking about <laughs> selling butt fun and dockies do it you can call it D D dockies and derriers oh well, there you go um but you know, I'd, I'd probably just like do exactly what I do right now, like open a store, try and be happy, trying to try to share my passion with everybody else, and other people might not necessarily share that passion with me, and that's okay. Wait, now I think about it. Don't doggies already exist in Equestria? There was one of yes, Derry do. That's what? correct. Speaking right. speaking of that speaking of that one piece, um, ha <laughs> yayo yayo, um, no. Uh, I'm from the place where the pony show is made. I've been roommates with people who make the show. I'm not sure if they did that to fuck with me. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm slightly concerned, but at the same time, I don't want to ask. <laughs> Call their bluff. Make a docky of, of, of the daring do tied up like in the show. I already did. It's too late. Yay! Yay! Go get them at cons. Um, let's. Uh, Wait, actually, like the daring do one is actually one of the least popular ones I have. Really? Yes. What's What's some of your most popular stock? What's my most popular one? Like, what's some of the ones that stand out to you as the most popular dockies you sell? Um, Sunset Shimmer, actually, throughout the years. Like, the Pony Sunset Shimmer. <clears throat> Human Sunset Shimmer. I, like, as weird as it sounds, like, it, it, it's really hard to say because every single con I go to, there's, like, always, like, a different pony that everybody just seems to love. What, what, one convention, like, 
six people will want one 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 of them and then i'll be like i'm sorry i've sold out and like and they're like oh man and then like at another convention i'll bring the same amount of that one and then nobody will want it strange so you almost have to kind of cover everyone's taste at the same time and just have a million different dockies. I mean, yeah, the solution is like, oh, by the way, fun fact, uh, four dockies laid across uh, horizontally uh, is the exact equivalent of a queen-size bed. Ooh. Oh. I, I know this because, you know, as a poor vendor, you, you share rooms with other people. And most of the time, you know, not you won't always necessarily get a bed spot. Being a vendor who, you know, vends pillows, the floor spot's the best for me because then, you know, I have my pillow pile. You can just drown in pillows. You it's, make it's, me so much. It like you have no idea. I I sleep in luxury whenever I go to a con because you know I have a pile pillow pile to sleep on. That's so awesome. All right, well, the next... Oh, actually, um... Pencil push. Actually, before we do that, I have some questions from someone else for you, someone you know. Are you ready? Oh, do I. Uh, Gary Oak says that you only ever... You never address him by Gary or his name. Instead, you always say, Hey, horsefucker, why would you do something like this? Why would you do something like this? So he's actually local to me. Um, he, he's part of um, what we call the Old Fags Group for a uh, group that, uh, like, uh, out where I am, out in Canada, we have a group called the BC Bronies. That's the British Columbia Bronies. And um, if you've been around so long that you remember one of our old meetup locations before we moved to the mall, uh, congrats, you're part of the Old Fag Group. He happened to be part, like, you know, part around for a while. And I, 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 he's probably one of the earliest people that I remember using the term horsefucker. He used it back in 2012 um, when, when we first met. And he, he would always start with, like, what's up, horsefuckers, to everybody as soon as he entered a room. Uh, so we all collectively decided that his new name was just horsefucker. Awesome. That's awesome. Lurkmore. Well, like I was trying to say earlier... Have you ever made a pillow fort out of your dockies? Yes, I have pictures. Actually, I just got home, so excuse me for a second as I... Uh, actually, uh, could you give me about uh, 30 seconds? I'm going to disconnect with my phone and reconnect with my laptop. Is that all right? Sure thing. Sure! I'll be right back. I need more dockies, guys. Any recommendations? That's period. What was that? Tits, period. I love dragon tits, though. Yes! No! No. Rav, you're loud. Loud, Rav. Is this better? What's going on there, Waffles? Oh, that's my Oh, no, I'm I'm here in a house with, like, other vendors. So we we just picked up alcohol and we're discussing things. I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to uh, cause any issue with that. Oh, you're fine. Hashtag vendor house. I'll have to ask you more about that later if people are interested. Well, actually, no, we shouldn't do that. Never mind. Uh, next set of questions that we have are a little, a little bit getting away from MLP. Let's get to know you personally a little bit more. Um, sure. Number one, uh, what's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Oof. 
That's hard to say. Um, uh, if, if we're talking about like intellectual property wise, there, there's <clears throat> so many anime out there that like it's just hard for me to pick between one. Yeah. What what animes uh, uh, tickle your pickle? Uh, re recently, Overlord has been um, one that would appeal to me. Like, who, who wouldn't like a like power trip fantasy of just being like super powerful? Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, number two, uh, have you made any fan related content for uh, MLP franchises, non MLP franchises? Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, before I was a actually like. So, like, in terms of Dakimakura, I've actually been making them since, like, 2009. I've been making them for, like, a decade, but I never sold them until Pony came around. Like, I, I, um, so, like, I have a large collection of Hatsune Miku Dakimakuras, like, for myself. Ooh. Like, I have probably about a dozen of them, um, half of which, like, I've drawn myself. It's, it's that bad. Huh. Cool. Then, uh, next is, would you like some syrup for those waffles? Um, only if you'll lick, them, lick it off me. Oh, salty. Priest, are you gonna lick it off him? No, but I'm sure RK Striker JK5 will, who asked all those questions. The next question is from Short Skirts and Explosions. Next, his question is, what doth like? What doth like? What doth life? Whoa. Um, apparently it's for, um, like one-tenth of 420 blaze it, so 42, something like that. Oh, shit. That's... Oh, we just got in meme inceptioned right there. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> that's, like, that's like ancient memes, too. That's, that's Hitchhiker's Guide era of memes. That's ancient. Yes. But the, he, one like, hit the dab... He hit the dab on it, though. Hey. Okay. All right, Moose Tasm is up next. He says that these questions have not been approved by the FDA as a part of a what balanced waffle-filled breakfast. Number one, if you went to Equestria, would it be a vacation spot or a permanent residence? I like Pony. I, I like the idea of Ponyville or maybe maybe Manhattan, uh, mostly because again, those are Earth Pony-dominated cities. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm from Vancouver, so Vancouver. Uh, uh, my, my problem is, like, there'd be a lot of Asians there, and that'd be awful. Do do ponies even have the pony equivalent of Asians? I, I guess the Kirin? I, I don't I don't know. Kirin or Asian, I think that counts. <clears throat> so I, I guess Vancouver would be a Kirin-dominated city. Yeah, I mean, it actually makes sense. You know, when they get angry, they burn things and riot. Oh, perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. It's not like I've forgotten the Stanley Cup finals with the Vancouver Canucks, and nor will I ever do so. Oh, boy. Yay! Anyway. Sometime. Like, I'll, I'll make sure you, you don't have an awful ex I mean, I'll try and make sure that you don't have an awful experience. Like, it's Vancouver, honey. Like, nice try. It's true. Way too heckin' expensive. Speaking of heckin' expensive, number two, it's time for some timeline shenanigans. 
You get to replace one piece of historical artwork, paintings, statues, literature, videos, anything in the world, with a piece of art or creation that you have made. It gets the same exposure as the original, including public showings, readings, school assignments, etc. What piece of historical art do you replace with what thing you've created, and how has history changed as a result? Ooh, this is a difficult one. <clears throat> because what kind of notoriety would I want for myself? Um, oh, yes. Uh, I would probably replace... Um, so, th there, there's this docky that I drew, and it's kind of awful. His name is Pritchard. Uh, it, it's literally just a stick figure. <laughs> as weird as this sounds, he's, like, one of the most popular things I have, actually. Like, everybody consistently wants him. And, he, and it's true, he is pretty lewd. He's naked. He's, like, he, you can see all of his hard stick-like body. Like, 0% body fat. I don't know what that speaks of, like, for, like, beauty, like, crazy beauty standards for men. But, you know, here we are. Oh my um, god. But I think I'd probably take Pritchard and try and replace a Jackson Pollock painting with that. And have people go like, wow. I, I, you know, like people talk about like, wow, look at those splatters or whatever. What does this mean? And like, what kind of evo emotion are you trying to evoke from this? And the idea that like a five-year-old's like stick figure drawing would try and like would try and evoke that kind of same emotion and notoriety to me just kind of makes me chuckle a little bit on the inside. I like that. I, I like that answer. Number three. Uh, what do you do... Oh, I hate this question. Sorry, man. Uh, what do you do when some wild-eyed, eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, looks you crook in the eye, and asks you if you paid your dues? And probably, like, be incredibly aroused, furiously masturbate, and just finish on them. That That's how I'd pay my due to them. If oh. you are a cancer, I like you are it. just, like, being rough and aggressive with me, ooh, baby. I like the answer, and moustasm, honey. It's old. It is old. Number four. Waffles in the morning, waffles in the evening, or waffles at supper time. My my problem with the term supper is <clears throat> the term supper is used for like the last meal before you go to sleep. When do you go to sleep? Do you go to sleep at like five in the morning? Then technically that would almost be like morning. You know, like ask better questions, man. Like if if you're gonna be when when you say supper and evening, what does that mean? What if I go to sleep at like eight in the evening? That means, like, supper and evening would be the same thing. Um, my argument is probably lunch, I guess, because, like, I, I, I don't know if, like, people know this. It doesn't really translate very well with my voice and also, you know, being not being seen. But I'm Asian. Um, waffles aren't really a thing that I've really eaten in my life until I started traveling. And then I'm like, oh, wow, chicken and waffles. I should probably eat those. Those are tasty. And and that's usually always for, like, brunch or something like that. So I, I guess waffles are probably most appropriate for brunch. So how did you how, how did you come up with the name Waffles, then, if you didn't, like, really have waffles until you started traveling and, like, doing stuff for horses? I, I, I'm assuming you mean doing stuff for horses. 
Like, yes. How did the name Waffles come to you early on? Then, odd as it sounds, Waffles is actually my high school nickname. Uh, I what? went to. Uh, yeah, Waffles is legitimately <laughs> okay. my high school nickname, and I, it's it's literally just a mainstay. Like people have been calling me Waffles since before Pony. Um, and I guess it just you know it just stuck and it's never left me. Um, but I, I went to a very special artistic high school. It, it's 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 very weird. It's it's uh like independent learning mini school uh where like normally uh with a regular high school you have like eight classes in total you go to four classes one day you go to four classes another day mm -hmm. uh, each class takes an hour and a half uh with the high school i went to it was sure you still need to take those eight classes but we have 12 slots six slots the first day six slots for the other that leaves another like extra few slots here and there um anyways speaking of my weird weird high school uh yeah. it was my first day there uh having transferred there and i made friends with this girl let's call her uh actually it's, it's <laughs> as as dumb as this sounds tempest was her real name that's and awesome her, and her online handle was shadow Parents had to have been hippies or some shit. Like they, they yes. had to have been no, children. I, I went to a very, very weird high school. Everybody there was like hippie dippy. I'm pretty sure Wonderful. a third of my Fantastic. classmates were always high. That's awesome. I remember actually talking to one of my friends. Let's call them uh, Gisanthropus. I was like, "Hey, Gisanthropus, like, <laughs> you seem so much more energetic today. Like, you seem like kind of like off. What's going on?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just not high today." I was like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I was talking to Tempest, and we were having a discussion about uh, blueberries and marijuana for some reason. I forgot. I, I think she's like, oh, smell this, smell this weed I've got. It smells like blueberries. I'm like, it smells like weed. Um, <laughs> and, uh, or something like that. And she's like, what's your name again? I'm like, Aaron. What? Would you say waffles? I was like, what? Like, are you high? She's like, uh. So, yeah, no, she was high, but. <laughs> I, I said like hi my name's Erin and she's like oh waffles I was like well okay so first day of school uh, because it's such a small weird school uh, like a hundred kids um, we have something called school meeting where for uh, every week for an hour um, everybody in the school gathers into the room and we kind of talk about what's going on and we'll sing happy, happy birthday to, to whoever's birthday it is that week and so on, on the first school meeting, like, it's like, hey, like, said, said like, the cool um, head teacher or whatever. We had no principal. We had a head teacher. Um, it's like, hey, kids, we're, let's, 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 in let's introduce ourselves. All, all you new kids introduce everybody to each other. Hey, yeah. And, and so, like, when it finally got to me, it's like, and what, what's your name, Sonny? And I was like, Waffles, looking straight at Tempest to make fun of her. And before I could actually correct myself and, like, tell them my actual name, he already went on to the next person. And, and so people just kept calling me Waffles because people didn't actually know what my name was. That's, that's kind of wonderful, though. Like, that's, that's a really great way to get a nickname. Fucking tastic. Good job, dude. What we got, Freeze? What we got? All right. It's the other other guy now. And that means it's time for some questions on uh, how does this make you feel? I've got some. I've got a couple pictures here. I'm gonna post it here in the behind the counter chat for you, Waffles. Uh oh. How does this picture make you feel? 
let's see, behind the counter, there it is. Yeah, well, I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, if you inflated yourself with, with helium, you still wouldn't fly. You're, you're pretty dense. Do you, did you read what Trixie's text says, though? Starlight, you belly is balloon, he's pee balloon, Natang's flying. That's... I, I'm, I'm mostly, like, confused trying to parse what that means. I, right? I kind of appreciate how this was kind of made in MS Paint, because you can see the pixelations on, uh, like, they, they obviously used the circle tool, and then used the line tool, but still used the line tool shittily, so that, like, it's just slightly off, so you can see that slight pixelation in between. I think this is a reference to using the Mario P balloon in Super Mario World. Ah. Serious? <clears throat> I, I, okay, no, I get it. Yeah. So, what what's trying to happen here is Trixie goes, like, you use the P balloon, but you're not flying. Well, clearly she's just not, like, tapping down and up fast enough. And... <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering why she has a seam on her chest going all the way down what's what's with the line is that a surgical scar so when you get pragers oftentimes the stretch marks (laughs) made on your belly are actually a like line from right below your sternum to right above your cooch that's actually a thing that happens enigma i hope you never find that out because god willing you'll never impregnate a woman no the metas call me cuckoo it's actually just a really really botched uh scar from her previous cesarean you want to know how I got Fuck. these scars? Oh my god. Okay, Priest, what, what's next? Well, I'm going to go back to the question that we skipped earlier. What do you think of this OC? Let's see here. That actual bat color is cute in 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I, I like things that are like actual... Like, Actually, the colors of the things that... Uh, if you've ever looked at my horse, it's, like, just brown on brown on brown. Because, like, I was like, I don't know what horse colors I want to have my, like, cute color for pony to be. I'm like, what's actual horse colors? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that color scheme of the bat pony foal makes me think that he's Thunder Lane's illegitimate child. Huh. Interesting. Now then, we got questions from Alex underscore. What's the worst thing that you've ever put in your mouth? Uh, are, are you trying to figure out what to put in your mouth? Are, are there dicks near you? Like, I, I, there's a dick near me. Hey, baby, you want, you want me? Can I, can, can I put your dick in my mouth? Smegma is terrible, by the way. What's that? <laughs> well then, <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> Um, man oh i i guess like i was at a convention and there was somebody like cosplaying uh what's it called like some sort of what was it like the ms paint shitty comic um like they they have gray faces the horns oh homestuck uh, homestuck yeah somebody was like oh, homestuck thing and they had a bottle of green water and i was really thirsty i was like Dude, can I have a sip of that? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I thought it was like maybe Gatorade. I, I, I put a like, like quickly poured something to my mouth and quickly swallowed, and I immediately gagged because apparently it was just diluted paint in the water. 
Oh God. Oh, that's I'm so sorry. That is oh. my bad. God, the least you can do is get some like mouthwash or something. I don't know, man. Oh, okay. Now then, this light this picture lightly broke us before we got went live. Would this be a top contender for worst things that you put into your mouth? Just announced yesterday. That that appeals to me actually. Mm. Yeah, that that looks really good. The KFC um, Cheeto sandwich. Yeah, hell yeah. But it's got mayo on it. It's it's with so much mayonnaise. I, I I want like a double down with spicy Cheetos in the middle. But it's got mayo. Yeah, I love mayo. Like I love that like creamy white sauce in my mouth. We can't be friends anymore. Also, the Cheetos would get all mushy from the grease. Even better. Like, honestly, like, as weird as it sounds, like, one of one of my favorite, like, fond childhood snacks I had as a kid was to take two saltines, spread <laughs> mayo on both of them, sandwich them together to make, like, a weird saltine mayo sandwich, put it in oh. the microwave for seven seconds, and eat it warm. I don't like these cracker cummies. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I don't like this at all. God, like Please, it's, it's making you like oh, God. just a little bit before you take a bite, so you can see the mayo just kind of seep through the hole a little bit and extrude. Ree. Ugh. The we're next gonna, question. We're gonna drip on off to the next question. Um, number th- number three reads: Can we have a priest docu made? Which I'm gonna completely yes, with because I don't want no, a docu no. of my OC made. Do you have Not you made... I want one of just like you as a human priest. Oh, I'm tempted to just like maybe like take a picture of you and like just like I have a good one. Like throw on like a badly like JPEG pixelated image of you on a pillow. I can immediately think of four got people either watching this. or putting this li- or or in this chat room that would buy it just to mess with me. I know, and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go to get a picture for on, you like, over right there. Not to plug me or anything, but like I can make custom anything technically. Like, y- you give me money, I'll make it. Fuck. Nah, man, we're we're here to fucking plug you. Please talk about your business. Uh, I draw dockies and like put print them. I don't know. Fuck. What have you done, Alex? Oh, ooh, look at this sexy man. Oh, this one. You wanna <laughs> d- waffles? Do you wanna sleep naked next to this? <coughs> I've I've <coughs> I've slept naked next to worse. It's fine. Uh, actually, that kind of that it's my ego a little bit. Okay. Ah, uh, have you had any success making and selling dockies of like fandom OCs? Um, I mean, I guess Button's mom is technically one. Uh, Horsewife. Oh. So yes, Button's mom is incredibly like popular. Uh, exactly. It's it's hard. Like yes, I, I don't know how to answer that otherwise. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, we're about halfway through the cast right here, so we're gonna take a very quick second. Pencil stepped away, I believe. But no, I'm uh, here, you fuckhead. Uh, we do this podcast to raise money for horse face charity. Uh, you guys can check out our Patreon, where we are sponsoring a horse by the name of Little Bit out on Red Wings Horse Sanctuary out in California. Uh, right now, we're able to make about enough money to keep him fed, give him some bales of hay and stuff like that. But we'd like to raise a little more money so that way he can regularly see a doctor, clean his teeth, you know, get horseshoes changed, 
all that sorts of stuff. So please, if you have a few spare dollars, consider donating to the podcast or just continue watching our videos on YouTube without ad block. So that way we can raise more money for horse-based charity. Pencil, did I miss anything? Yeah. Well, there's a link in the chat that you can get to for Alex, and that's fine. And we promise none of the money you give us will go to our drug habits, our alcohol habits, or anything else. It's just for the horses, I promise. And if you don't want to donate to us directly, donate to Red Wings Horse Wings. We're on their site. Correct. And, oh, my God, that's another very sexy picture of me put in the chat. I am not liking where this is going. Very nice. Okay. We're going to set in now for questions. Number one. What is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but oh my god, it's so good? Uh, oof, that's hard to say. Like, my problem isn't that I eat unhealthy, it's my problem is I just don't stop eating. Like, I, I'm the kind of asshole who goes to sushi restaurants, orders a party platter, and then will eat the entire party platter. Um, Girl, same. I will do that. Actually, like I, I'm, like I'm pretty sure most of my vendor friends can confirm that, like we will go for food and I will get a ridiculous amount of food and then I'll I'll just say like okay just watch just just wait fifteen minutes all of this will just disappear in front of you. I mean, th there's a pretty good reason I'm fat. Is it like a competitive eating thing? Like, have you? Uh, have no, you I, I just really like eating, so like I just don't stop. It, it's kind of a problem. I should probably like slow down and like eat less, and do more. No, I I feel you, fam. Like I definitely don't stop eating when I should. Feel that food's just delicious. It it makes the world go round. I, I've I've once eaten like seven lunches in a day. Uh, oh, nice. This was actually at Winnie City PonyCon <clears throat> because I I I remember precisely getting food for myself for lunch. And then six of my friends going, hey, I know you're a vendor and you don't really get to, like, leave your table. Have a hot dog. Or, like, hey, I was just at uh, Costco. Have a chicken bake. Hey, I was just at Costco. Did you know that Chicago has a special thing where they serve chili? Like, it's only in Chicago. Here, have some chili. So I had seven lunches uh, that day. It, it was Saturday at Winnie City PonyCon 2018. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a special time. Dude, baller. Nice. Uh, number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Um, weird? I don't think... I think it's like I have standard fears of like my parents dying, um, my me realizing that I'm not going to be around my friends for too much longer or whatever. Um... I guess, like, sharp objects near, like, potentially lethal places is, like, just makes me, like, shiver and feel weird. Like, you know, like, when somebody's, like, holding a knife and it's, like, really close to their neck or it's really close to the wrist, I just, like, shiver and I'm like, ugh, ugh. Oh, God. Please never, ever watch The Human Centipede. Yeah, I, I don't do so well with, um, scary movies, actually. I'm kind of a wuss. Totally, totally fair. Now, number three. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, oh, if, go to go back to the like food that's bad for you, definitely ice cream. Uh, that is ice. a big weakness of mine. Uh, I my current record is 19 ice creams in a day. Oh my god, that sounds like heaven, though. It's also like a really, as in like um, I'm I'm here at, like I just finished uh, MLP MSP. Like I'm out here at Minneapolis. 
Yeah. They have an ice cream store called Izzy's. Um, and they have this thing called the hot dish. For $120, you can get 32 scoops of ice cream in a, like, custom-made, uh, um, like, casserole dish with, like, Oreo cookie crumbs. Oh my god. And, like, I went there with, like, all my friends, and, like, all of them had to talk me out of getting the hot dish. And Aww. what's bad is that, like, if I got the hot dish, I would have devoured probably about two-thirds of that on my own. Great. Oh my god. It, That's it, amazing, it, though. It's a little bit weird knowing that I could probably devour about eighty dollars worth of ice cream in a single sitting. That's that's. I'm just like proud of you, though. Like that's that's that is a feat. I really like ice cream. What can I say? I would get brain freeze. Oh yeah, no, you don't eat it fast. Like you gotta like let it melt in your body. Fair enough. Now then, you filthy Canadian. Number three. Why is bagged milk the best milk? Answer wisely. <clears throat> um, so, um, bagged milk is good for, if it really is a thing, not import bagged milk or, like, try to, like, move back to bagged milk around. It's awful. Um, so, bagged milk is only good because it saves on plastic and, like, it just saves on space, too. But it's awful if you don't have a bagged milk pitcher. But why not just get it in paper cartons like we do? Yeah, why, why not just get paper part cartons, right? Um, like, so, um, bagged milk, I, I'm from Western Canada, bagged milk, uh, but back in the day, like, way back in the day, uh, bagged milk used to be a thing in Western Canada. And so there are these things that are, like, they look just, like, really weirdly shaped pitchers. And so what you have to do is you put the bagged milk inside the pitcher, and it fits exactly inside the pitcher, and then you snip off a corner of the bag, and then yeah. you can out of the pitcher, like, it's as if it was in the pitcher. It's kind of weird. You um, know, I, I, I hate bagged milk with a passion. I, I've been informing everyone to how it works and why it's awful. It's great. It's, it's, it's great. It's, I, I, had, I, have, I have actually a friend who has a really odd antique object. It's, it's apparently a bagged milk pitcher, but um, it's, it's got this weird double lid on it. Where Why? the first inside lid is a funnel and the second in outside lid is just a lid. Uh, and apparently what you're supposed to do is you take your bagged milk, you put it on top of the funnel, and you violently stab the bagged milk over and over again, and it just bleeds the milk into the pitcher, and it funnels into the pitcher. And then you can close the pitcher, and it, sa it saves it for it. Milk into pitcher and put lid on pitcher. Like, why is the stabbing necessary? Is this why you guys are so nice? Is because you yeah, get all, it's, all it's, your it's anger? How, like, we get we get all, all our anger out through hockey and you know stabbing bag milk. Oh, and also like concentrating all of the hate uh, into uh, an organism called the Canadian goose. Oh, that's true. That is true. They do absorb all of your anger and hatred. They, that is very true, actually. I'm just imagining a scientific fact. I'm just imagining what a Canadian purge would look like. Um, you're implying that we don't already put microchips in the leaves. Oh, shit. Priced. Oh, shit. Priced. Yes. Next question. Yes. All right. That's, yes. Number four. What is your one annoying habit? So something that you do that annoys other people or... Something that other people do that just annoys you to no end. Oh, that's hard to say. 
Are you are you alive? Are you dead? Waffles, are you dead? Yeah, I'm still alive. Say you're not going to hazard a guess as what's annoying. I mean, I talk too much. I'm I'm pretty loud and obnoxious. I'd like to think. Um, uh, I'm sure it could probably be frustrating at times for people to just be like, "Oh, I'm just browsing." Oh no, that's perfectly okay. Uh, I'm perfectly okay with uh, people just browsing. I, I'm honestly, I'm just happy that people are like looking at my shit at all. Um, it, it's hard to say. I, I can't, I don't really have any, like, big people. Oh, no, I guess, um, when people take pictures without permission. Ah! Yeah, <clears throat> Honestly, yeah, no, like, that's fair. If people took pic, like, asked me, like, I don't give a shit, like, take as many pictures as you want. But, like, it, it's, it's out of sheer principle that you should probably ask the person whether, like, hey, can I take a picture of this? You don't even have to explain it. Like, like you, you could try and explain it and say, like, I'm, I want to take a picture of this and show my friend. Maybe they might want it. Or, I think this is really cool. I want to show the, a person that this exists. And um, so I, I guess it's just when people just take pictures without saying anything and just walk away, I'm like, what are you going to do with that picture? Did you take a picture of me that you're going to, like, see me to and then, like, murder me later or something? I don't know. Whoa. That got dark. But like, that, that, authentic. Like it, it's it's the unknown factor, I guess, about it. That's just like I'm like, whoa, this like this random guy now has pictures of me for whatever reason I don't know about. Totally, totally fair. Now then, uh, number five. What is the theme song for your sex life? I don't really think it exists. Um, uh, my problem is I don't really listen to, like... Um, maybe, like, the Power Rangers theme song. The Power Rangers thinks thing theme song? Go, go, I Power Rangers! So. I mean, yes, I know the song. I'm just so... I'm just so curious. Why? I don't know, like, sometimes you just gotta, like, you know, people, like, a lot of people put on sexy music, smooth jazz, listen to this deep voice, or whatever, or, like, listen to, like, Icelandic moaning, but, like, as essential as that would be, why not just go at it and, like, be energetic with the Power Rangers theme song? If oh my I... god. Don't, don't tell me that doesn't get you hot and bothered. If I had to choose a Power Ranger theme song to have sex to, it'd be the Turbo one. A lot I, of misses for me today. A lot. You miss a lot, which is good because we don't want you procreating. We're moving mm. on. That that joke goes out to pencil. Now then, <clears throat> number six is the anime question. Do you watch anime by chance? We already established yes. If so, what are your favorites? Bonus points if you're a fan of Dorara. I did enjoy Dorara, actually. Um, the the premise and like the um, what's the word motivations for each one of the characters is rather interesting. And the idea of you know the more I fight, the more powerful I become. Literally, um, is it's pretty appealing. Something about like it, it speaks about like our struggle to fight for like what's like for our own humanity, etc., etc. Um, I, I gotta say, I'm a big fan of... I, I, I know it's dumb, and, and it's, like, really overrated and overdone, but I'm a big fan of the isekai genre. 
Um, there, there's an older one called uh, Isekai Isekaya, which is literally just a restaurant just tr- got transported into like a weird alternate version of medieval Europe. And so people are like, whoa, you have pepper, you must be rich, or something like that. And, and that, that kind of, um, you know, asymmetrical information, uh, like that dynamic is interesting to me. Cool. All right. Then the next question I'm going to combine. It's both from Mugany and Vylon. So uh, it's time for questions with Vylon. And Nick might do the jingle. It's time for questions with Vylon. Thank you. Come back they asked, time to hear that travesty. Excellent. <laughs> the question is, uh, how are you today? I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm not complaining. I, I got to relax. Uh, have a slightly sore throat, but <clears throat> I'm around fr- good friends, and I'm not starving to death. I, I'm I'm a pretty happy camper. Aw, look at you looking at the bright side of life. Share with me your positivity, please. You can have it, but you have to get it yourself. Aw, man, but the couch is so comfy. All right. Moving on now to depressing questions with Dark Angel. Hooray! Number one. Are you truly happy with what you've done with your life? I mean, like, in the end, like, I'm I'm never sure if I've really done enough, but... I, I, I gotta say, I, I've probably done more good than bad. And, like, quite honestly, like, we do live in a kind of a shitty world, but we're all trying our hardest to make the world a little bit less shitty. And I think I've, you know, contributed to that. So, I think I've done good, maybe not good enough, but, you know, we're, we're all trying. We're not, we're not perfect. Well said, well said. Um, the next question is, what is your favorite memory? I'm sorry, could you repeat that again? Uh, what is your favorite memory? I've, I've got lots of them, actually. Um, both from, like, relationships, um, my parents, my, uh, family. Um, so, so it's, it's really hard to describe because... I have different favorite moments for different reasons. Um, like, for example, uh, I have a dream that uh, was actually like what probably one of my earliest memories of like it, it's it's kind of uh, set like a <clears throat> old timey ragtime music. Like, villain has a mustache. Tied uh, the like tied the damsel in distress to the train tracks kind of feel. Where I remember I was crying. I was in the back of a van of some sort of of some sort, and and like you know there there was like this evil guy trying to take me away from my home. It was my dad, by the way, <laughs> the, the evil guy trying to take me away. Um, but Supermom oh. came in to you know save the day, and she made me happy with like a gummy candy. Yay, gummy candy. Um. I have lots of like fond memories that are related to dreams, family, food, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So like, th- there's lots of like music or food that'll set me off and like will have me kind of go back in time to like feel that nostalgic moment again. Um, so it's it's hard to kind of like 
locate a single one. But I'm happy to provide pr plenty of examples if there's, uh, you know, a type of emotion that you want me to kind of reminisce with you and share with you. No, that was that was really cool. Just uh, we're it's kind of your time, so whatever you wanted to talk about, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So cool. Um, number three, is there one website that you visit frequently? Oh, there's there's like all of the trash social media ones. Uh, the Twitter, the Facebook. Twitter has recently become a bad one for me. I, before I was like not at all on Twitter, but now I catch myself like using it to just get a quick glance at what's going around me. <coughs> um, YouTube is a really bad one because I like just <clears throat> videos playing in the background as I work or um, YouTube, music. huh? have um film fiction actually is one that i'm i frequently quite often i i remember you mentioning like oh short short uh, short skirts and explosions ask you a question i was like man i wanted i wanted to tell him that like i really like his work um, oh that's and, awesome if he's here then like short short uh, short skirts and explosions hello i really like your work i mean like i'm quite familiar with all of your work actually um you know just don't really like to button and like try to vocalize myself too much which i probably shouldn't do i've i've recently been trying to go through something where i'd like to try and just say what i feel and try and compliment people as i go uh so like i'd catch myself in a on, on the bus or something and i'll notice wow that person has really cool earrings so then i'll, I'll approach them and, and just tell them like hey i really like your earrings they're really great and and I'd like walk and be like, oh, that's nice, thank you. And I'd, and I'd like walk away. I, I I always feel worried that I'd like you know I'd, I'd like who's this creep walking up to this random stranger like complimenting them on their fucking earrings. But um, more often than not, I like you tend to get a pretty positive response and like you know you've probably made somebody's day or week by like telling them that you're like, hey, you you really appreciate like. I, I don't know about you, but, like, because of this, I've started noticing, like, wow, that person's makeup is amazing. They've probably spent, like, four hours this morning. Like, wow, they look really good. People put a lot of effort into, like, how they look, and I just want to acknowledge all of that hard work that people put in. That's so cool. I had someone compliment, like, my shirt once, and it, like, made my whole day. So I can only imagine just, like, doing that for everyone. That's really noble. You, I'm happy you do that. Keep it up, man. Keep doing the thing. Uh, and then number four from Dark Angel. Yes or no? That's it. That's all the context we have. Okay. Yes. More, more often uh, than not, yes. Uh, definitely yes. Uh, again, part of the, like, me growing up trying to be an adult, I've learned that, you know, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Hey, what if this is awful? Hey, I don't care. I'll just do it anyways. And you know, you, you kind of like that. That's kind of how I got to where I am today. Like, I'm like, I, I started vending as a joke, kind of, where I was like, man, like, what if I just vended pony things? Eh, heck, I'll just do it. Yes. And you know, here I am today. Oops, it, it was it was all a mistake. It was it was all one big mistake. But here we are. Well, as mistakes goes. We're happy to be on this bandwagon with you. Diluted oh. Acorn is up next. Uh, before my question, good job on your website. It's looking really good. Oh, no. 
It, <laughs> thank you, I guess. Um, <laughs> I actually think it looks really awful because I, I, I did that myself, actually. And um, it is not updated at all. There are so many things I haven't released on there yet. Well, what's, what is the address to your website? <clears throat> DakimakuraDreams.com Hooray! Go there! Buy Dakis and do that. Okay. Next, the, his question is, what's your most anticipated game release for the year? I, I don't have one, as weird as this sounds. Um, there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make uh, when you do as many stupid things as I do. I don't get to watch TV shows. I don't get to watch movies. I don't get to really play video games because that's too much of a time commitment because I'm way too busy with too many of my other projects at all times. Uh, so, like, you know, back before I started this, like, back in 2009, 2010, I, I, used, I, I used to play Demon Souls all the time. <clears throat> uh-huh. And I remember when Dark Souls came out, it came out around my birthday, I bought Dark Souls. So, like, all, all the Souls series, like, all of those, um, I, I was a big fan of Bloodborne. <clears throat> but, you know, like, after Dark Souls 2 came out, um, I stopped playing video games. Because now I'm just too busy doing Dakimakura Dreams, Waffle Wishes, whatever. Oh god, you became an adult. I know. It's it's really weird because like most of my friends still play video games. Like my adult, wow. I, I like I, I don't I don't get to do that. Wow. Okay. So I, I know it. It sounds really unfortunate because I love video games. Like I I've played like I I <laughs> I you played I can, at least three. I I can I I played games over and over again until I actually speedrun. Um, I, I used to speedrun regular Super Mario. Uh, well, just like um, Mario. Uh, and like I could finish it in six minutes. That, that's a weird fun fact of, of mine that I can, you know, speedrun Mario. That's awesome. Yeah. Gotta get through that 4-2. Uh, as, as weird as it sounds, 4-4 uh, four, four is actually... Like, no, no, sorry. 8-4 is, is the worst. Oh, yeah. Like... Because like you know you're you're trying to optimize that like jump off pipe and I I just I just never learned to do it I just you know hit the hidden block and jump up there. Holy shit! I actually know everything that you just said as far as a speed run goes. I watched, I watched too much speed running. I I, I right. don't have like frame perfect. I mean like jump jumping over the piranha plants in like four one is like technically a, a frame perfect thing, but those are easy frame perfect inputs. You just hold B and press A and hold A at the right time. But, like, the actual, like, frame-perfect inputs, I can't do any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. If it, I mean, if you could, you'd be probably streaming right now and not doing pony art. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, as for questions, Lone Trooper is up next, and he forgot to post his questions. Thank you, dude. Uh, now, Tech G Fennec is up next. Fennec is actually kind of new to the cast as far as it goes. Oh, um, but Fennec is cool, nevertheless, and we're happy to have their questions. I don't. He starts by saying, here are some Pride-themed questions. Um, number one, what is your proudest moment in the fandom, and what would you have done differently? Uh, 
Uh, so I, I think it's two separate questions, actually. What's your proudest moment in the fandom, and what would you have done differently as far as like, making... Uh, what would I have done differently part? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have done anything differently. If I did anything differently, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And i to be here with you guys. Um, in terms of... What's my proudest single moment? I don't think there's a single moment, but I think there was um, a weird realization. Um, I think both mid-2017 and mid-2013, where, like, for 2013, uh, it's, it's when I first started vending, quote-unquote. And, um, you know, I was a stupid, like, 16, 17 year old kid, or 18. I, I don't know how old I was. This this is a while ago, um, and you know, I accidentally made a thousand dollars, like from vending, and I was like, I don't deserve any of this money. Um, and then like it hit me one more time at around 2017, where, whoa, if I just do every single convention. I could just quit my job and just do this full time. And, and now here you are. Yeah, that's that's what I've done. Uh, like early, like uh, around right before Babscon, I I quit my job, and I'm I'm gonna try doing this full time for a whole year. It's not looking too awful. I'm not too poor, but at the same time, like it's just like nonstop work. Um, there's a realization that like. Oh, I guess like the the strange realization for me is both the I have somebody who works for me full time now. If I don't do well, this person will legitimately go hungry and homeless. And and that that's that's suddenly stress that I realized that I didn't need. <laughs> but at the oh same time, like I'm, I'm kind of proud because you know like because of me, like this this artist can you know just do what they love and draw draw all day do like like they were in a pretty like bad situation before and now like like i, I recently met up with them uh last last month and they're like like all of my health problems went away and i'm like whoa and they're like i might be getting married soon and i was like whoa and and that's that's scary but also like a proud moment of like i feel like a dad almost <laughs> Like I take care of my children or whatever, but I'm like, man, I I can't have children. Like I can barely take care of myself. I like I can't be responsible for another human being. But I realize that I already am, and that's that's I guess kind of a proud moment of me, like realizing that like I would probably make an okay dad because I would probably do like everything I can to make my to make sure that my child is, you know, happy. This is when we learn you're basically Michael Scott from The Office. Oh man, swing and a miss from me. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I I know who he is, but like I, I have no idea who. Like, I I guess he's like the dad. He's like the weird uncle, if anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number two is what do you consider to be the best thing you've ever made? There, there's oh man 
it's hard to say because there's just like so many things made like not not only art wise but like stupid things wise as well i i suppose probably like one of the more <coughs> if we're talking about dockies probably one of the more newer dockies um i i i i think uh the kirin Sorin or maybe Shining Armor for the Dockies. Uh, because there's like a lot of weird little extra hidden details and Easter eggs that I don't tell people about in a lot in a lot of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, for, for example, like I, I'm super proud of Armor. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, mostly because he's been a long time coming, actually. Uh, here, there's there's a story behind this. I'm, I'm excuse me while I rant. No, please. Um, early 2017, I went to PonyCon, New Jersey, and I met uh, a married couple, and uh, they bought a Cadence Dakimakura, uh, and you know, and that was really cool. And then they asked me for um, like, and they they told me that they actually got that for their anniversary. Like they were they were married for I think about a year, and they were getting it for their anniversary present. And so they actually asked me, like, do you have a Shining Armor? I said, no, I'm sorry. Um, and they're like, oh, darn, we'd really like to get one. Um, so since that moment in 2017, January 2017, I immediately started getting, uh, started working on a Shining Armor without telling anybody. And so I, I decided to pose the Shining Armor exactly like how Cadence is posed, actually, so, so that they kind of make a matching pair. Aww. Um, and like, and you, you, won't, you won't ever notice it until like you see it right next to each other, and then I tell you about it, because even if you put them next to, get to each other, you won't really notice. Um, but like, uh, and then I, I released it probably like early, late 2018, and um, I, I gave it. I, I mailed one to them uh, as a third anniversary present, um, and and they messaged me saying like, "Oh, this means so much to us and everything," and and that was like a, a real proud moment of mine. I think in terms of doing a cool thing for people. That's Oof. so cool. So in terms of like being proud of something that I made. Um, and having it mean a lot, um, it was definitely the shining armor that I specifically made for that married couple in New Jersey. Uh, apparently, they actually went. I, I feel I feel really bad actually, because they later on messaged me um, like about a month and a half ago, saying, "Hey, are you going to Everfree Northwest? We'll be there." And I was like, "Oh, I'm at VLFC at the same time," and and I felt really bad for missing them because they, they mentioned something about getting a Canadian pillow from me because I mentioned having custom Canadian pillows for specifically uh, Cadence, actually. It was, it was a weird thing a long time ago. It's, it's, it's no longer a thing. Um, I still got the pillow to them, but like it was just kind of like I was a little upset that I didn't actually get to meet them uh, on the West Coast because they drove all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast forever free. Holy crud. Holy crud, that's a lot of driving. Yeah, like so like imagine being told, like, hey, I'm driving. And then you're like, crap, I'm not there. Oh. I, I felt kind of bad. I understandably so. Well, then, uh, the next question that we have is number three. If you had one chance of convincing me to read, uh, or, or sorry, to buy one of your products, what would you say? 
I, I actually don't like to push sales on anybody or anything like that. Um, I, I have my, like, ridiculous thing, like, displays so that you know it exists. But for the most part, like, I don't say to people, hey, you should buy this thing. It'll make your life better. Um, I just kind of sit there and play with my cards and just, like, hit, so, like and just try and have a good time with friends. Like, hey, you want to see some magic? Or then people ask, like, oh, how, how come this is expensive? I'm like, actually, it's made out of an expensive material. Here, feel this. They're like, oh, wow, it's super soft. And so, like, I, I try to just, um, as, as weird as it sounds, like, I kind of appeal to the more, quote, luxury, unquote, side of the market. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, you do, if you do notice, everything that I do make uh, tends to be much more expensive than everybody else's um, stuff. But uh, I, I'm always willing to pay, like, extra money to make sure that, like, the thing that I make is something I can be proud of. And I can say... I put my absolute highest amount of effort into making sure that it's the best thing that I could make for you guys. <clears throat> Which is, like, a bit of a shame, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, I, I just I just like having nice things and want to make sure that you guys have nice things too. So, uh, for the most part, I don't try and push sales on people. My product tends to just speak for itself. See, this is why we have nice things, is because you make Wonderful. Number four, uh, how do you try to handle criticism or like what, what's some of the most toxic criticism that you've gotten? Mm, I don't know. Uh, it usually doesn't affect like, oh, uh, I mean, early on um, when I first started making docs, people were like, how could you do this to them? Like, how, how can you do this? And like, like this, you're, you're making sex pillows. And I'm like, what? And and so for me, it's always just been an uphill battle of just trying to explain to me that this is a regular thing to me. Um, and I understand that a lot of people can't get over that. And I, uh, quite frankly, I just respect the decision to like go like, actually, I have my morals. I can't accept this. And that's fine. It's a little frustrating to me um, that like people don't understand my culture, quote unquote. Um, yeah. But that's okay. We're all just human and we have our ideas of wrong um so i don't know you can call me fat and ugly and i'd probably be like yeah yeah i'm pretty fat and ugly oh now i just want to like give you a hug and be like it's okay man i feel the same have you seen me like i look like a potato hell yeah man potatoes rule i i I am also in the potato zone so i feel you i feel you um number five from fennec is if you went to equestria and you, through absolute happenstance, ended up in an isolated place with your waifu, what would you do to make them fall for you? I wouldn't do anything to make them fall for me. I think I would just try and genuinely tell them that, hey, I'm really infatuated with you. I think you're beautiful. Um, And, like, honestly, they could do with that what they will. I'm not... I don't know. I, I, I'd like to think I'm. I tend to be pretty easygoing and like want to go with the flow. Uh, there's. I, I guess I have some of my own ambitions. Uh, so you see, with like going to Equestria and like finding your relationship, <clears throat> for me, um, quite frankly, it's quite difficult for me to start a relationship right now um, because you know I'm homeless eight months out of the year. I travel, like, nonstop. It would be super unfair to me to try and be a good partner to anybody else. 
and right. like I, I'm trying to be upfront and real about it. Um, like to, like hey, I think you're really attractive. I would love to start a relationship with you. Um, here's why I don't think it like it'll be good. But if you're willing to push past that, then you know, I would love to start this with you. Um, so you know, I'd probably just approach her and be real about it. Like, hey, like I really think you're attractive, and I, I love what you do, or whatever. Um, you know, like as, assuming that's like you know my favorite pony, Octavia. It's like I, I love I love music, uh, classical music, uh, in particular is is a is a weak spot of mine. And you know, just just being a classy, well put together human being, I think it's like I mean, pony, I guess, um, being is is just attractive to me because you know, like I'm a mess, like you can adult way better than I can, and I think that's way that's hecking attractive. Heck yeah, I like it. Now then, uh, Jammer is up next. Uh, we already kind of covered his number one of why Dakimakura. So number two, do you feel like there's anything that just doesn't belong on a Daki? Um, so I mean, you could probably make a case for just about anything on a Daki. Like you could probably go like Barney the dinosaur. Oh I yeah, mean, no, kids would love to hug Barney and that dirt illegal things like morally acceptable and questionable things probably. Yeah. Um Like you probably wouldn't want to put a murdered corpse on a docky. Yeah, probably not. Um well like the the point uh, the point of me doing all of this actually is just for like um I really hate a lot of things that are uncomfortable. I just want to be as comfortable as I can all the time. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I want everything for maximum comfort. <clears throat> if if your waifu being on that pillow, like, comforts you and, like, makes it a little bit better knowing that you can, like, hold, hold your waifu and, like, feel safe, then, you know, great. That's amazing. Um, I mean, I'll have my shit posts or whatever, like, with, like, the stick figure or whatever. But like, if 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 a um, like mangled corpse on the pillow will like make like will make you feel more comfortable, then sure, whatever. Um, like, th there's no bad way to fantasize, and you know, I'm not gonna kink shame you or whatever, because you know, every everybody has the thing that they're like. Man, but the, really, like, you know, really well said. For the most part, like, I think you can make the argument that I think that most mangled corpses would make people feel pretty uncomfortable. So, like, I don't think that really belongs on a pillow but if you really want one and if it really want if you really that that's that's kind of why i did do this like why i do so many customs because you know people have that thing that they want to be comforted by and i, I want to provide that comfort i want like I, I started making clothes i made like pajama pants and pajama shirts and they're super comfy and i'm like wow like it's so nice when you just like lay here in my pillow like pile of pillows and and like smooth silky pajama pants so like like again like everything i want uh, everything i make is just for is is for is like designed with comfort in mind and and just like hey just you know like we get it you're stressed there's so much going on relax have a seat on this couch wrap yourself up in a blanket like hold a few pillows and like hold a plushie um yeah like and and i joke that like i don't do this for you guys i, I do this to be comfortable my booth um but you know it's 
I, I just like being comfortable, and that's that's what I want to really want to share with people. And I want people to be comfortable around me too. So that actually transitions really distressingly into the next question, um, where Jammer's asking if you're aware about the OC Thingpone. OC Thingpone? I'm sorry? Uh, yeah, so uh, Thingpone is an OC based on John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, oh, cool. And so there's probably one of the pictures that we most famously always share, but there's also a bunch of other cuter pictures, uh, such as this one. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Thing Pwn? Would you hug them, kiss them goodnight, tell them every little thing's going to be all right? But the fourth question here is, would you make a Thing Pwn docky? So I would definitely hug, hold it, <clears throat> kiss it goodnight, because every being deserves love and affection. Um, and quite frankly, it's, it, I think it's pretty cute. Um, but even if it was horrifying, you know, if, if, if what if, like, it was, it, it was just screaming and everything because, you know, so many things are horrified by it and, you know, therefore reject it. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what if Thingpo needs some love, too? So I, I, I would definitely be open to be one of the first to just kind of approach it with a hug and tell it that, like, hey, like, you deserve love, too. Aww. Um, as for would I make a thing pun Daki? If if you know if people want it, then I can make it. That that's that's the whole point. I can make custom anything. Custom um, dockies. Heck. Would would you penis it though? If if people want it, I guess. Put your penis inside of it. Oh, put my what? penis inside of it. I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm the kind of person who would want to have a ship first. If if we talk for a little bit and then some something's clicked potentially. I don't know. Interesting. It's it's hard for me to like stick my dick in things with without prejudice. Um, I I don't know. Like, I, I'm a gross emotional person. No, That's I'm fine. Nothing I'm wrong a, with that. I'm a gross mess of emotions myself, so I feel you. Heck. So number four, has the disappointment kicked in yet? What disappointment? Ooh, good answer. No, like, what, what, what disappointment? Like, what are they talking about? And it's it's one of those kind of open ended questions. They they didn't provide any sort of like context. Okay, cool. Well, I I I've never I'm not disappointed by anything so far. Hooray! Now the final question that we have that's been submitted from our users is: Have any of the questions today bothered you? None of them. Hooray! Now then, we've reached about the end of the cast. Um, what do you have kind of coming up right now? Uh, are you going to BronyCon? Do you have any cool projects in the works? <clears throat> yeah, actually. Um, speaking of cool projects, there are these cool people uh, at the park bar at this thing called the Barcast. Wow, um, I was actually not trying to push you to plug that. A non-tender <laughs> priest and enigmatic otaku have all um, contributed stories, and um, I'm planning on trying to lay out all of the stories and try to put them into regular print as as books. Um, yeah. And so like, we could sell the books around, and because you know, quite frankly, I think that fan fiction is it, it's it's one of the biggest things that I consume in this community, anyways. Um, because you know you see art everywhere and people sell the art, but like I feel like fan fiction is 
not something that's greatly appreciated um, in terms of a physical sense at all. Uh, so I've decided to like just print out fan fiction and like sell it. I don't really care about the money that much. Uh, there also isn't that much money to be made in printed books, to be honest. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I'd like to note that like um, all of the money that I will be making off of this project, I'm actually donating to a charity. Uh, it's called... Uh, may I just plug this charity? Is that okay? Yeah, no, go for it. Uh, it's it's called the Zajac Ranch for Children. Uh, it's it's a horse ranch, actually, um, out uh, based in British Columbia. Uh, it's it's in Canada, of course, but like it's it's it's. I, I donate to that one mostly because it's difficult for me as a Canadian to donate to American charities without making it look like a really weird like tax laundering thing. Right. Um, excuse me for not donating to your horse no, ranch. No, no, no. I worries. also have a horse ranch that I donate to. No, that's um, totally fair. Uh, if you do want to, uh, I'll, I'll I'll quickly give you guys a link if you'd like. Hell um, yeah, we'll post it so that way our Canadian friends can share it around. Well, your your Canadian friends can also like donate it to your American ones, but like me owning a business just makes it look really weird. But here's a Jack Ranch. Um, they they do great stuff. Uh, they've recently been uh, got a oh school bus with the money that we've recently raised, uh, so they can actually like pick up some of the disabled children to actually bring them to the camp. So it's really great. Oh, uh, oh, uh, move the horses around in the bus. Oh man, that'd be. <laughs> Imagine like a school bus actually being pulled by horses. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. All right. Um, but are you going to BronyCon? Is there anything yes. that you're excited about there? Um, oh, there's so much. Uh, so there's there's something really stupid that I'm doing. Um, uh, there, there's a few other people that are also doing it with me, and I, I think we're all really stupid and shouldn't do it. Uh, th there's a chat. I, I, it's called the uh, Dumb Convention Trips for Dumb Convention Bitches. Uh, th there's six people, six of us here, I think, uh, where... The plan is to go to TrotCon, drive from TrotCon to New York, uh, like after TrotCon's done, fly from New York to England, drive from England to Germany for GalaCon. Oh my drive God. back from Germany to England, fly from England to New York, drive from New York to Baltimore for BronyCon. I'm not done yet. Drive oh from BronyCon down south to Florida. We're, we're going to have some Disney... And, like, have some fun. And also there's another convention there. It's a furry convention called Megaplex. Maybe do Megaplex. And um, and then from there, people are splitting. Um, somebody's going to Australia for Alicon, straight from Megaplex. I'm actually flying back to Germany again, and I'm doing Euroference. And then right after Euroference, I'm driving to the Czech Republic for Czechoestria. And then prepping for Russia. And then after that, yep, prepping for Russia. Oh my god. So, Do you um, have enough cons in your life, my dude? I'm doing 44 this year. Heck. But yeah. hey, you know, it's your full-time deal, so I don't think anyone will judge you for that. This is the only year I'm doing it full-time. Like, <laughs> after this year, I fully intend on just going back to, like, finding a regular job again and being a regular human being. Because I actually get my degree uh, October, so that'll be perfect timing. Heck yeah! Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Congrats, man. Well, that said, that was that's pretty much almost all the time we have. Is there any 
parting words you'd like to leave us on, uh, go ahead and you know promote yourself. Roll out the red carpet for yourself, my man. <laughs> well, hi, I'm Waffles. I run uh, Waffle Wishes or Dakimakura Dreams. Um, sure, I'll plug myself. It's DakimakuraDreams.com. Uh, it's the website's kind of messy. Um, you don't have to buy anything, uh, but like, please just send me a message. Uh, like I believe my discord, there's a, uh, email us, like hit me up with a message thing on my website. Uh, I'm just happy to talk to random strangers and like the fact that people put in the effort to look at my stuff, um, just makes, makes me super happy. Cause you know, like, th there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet. The internet's massive. And you decided to take, you know, like, that, like, 15 minutes out of your day to look at my my hot garbage. Um, and, like, whether you buy it or not, like, like, I'm just happy to have friends around. And I'm happy to just talk about the hot garbage I make. Because, man, there's so many, like, like weird little details in every single little thing um, I, I make that, like, I could just, like, yell at you about design for like an hour it's it's really it's really really bad actually um yeah no i'm just happy that you guys are around and thank you for having me here oh of course well, my you're friend. welcome thank you for coming on we're very excited to see you at BronyCon, and if we see you around we'll make sure we bring you a hot dog at the booth or please, you know, please. like sneak you up sneak you up bear or some whiskey uh, the last the last time I asked for food while I was at BronyCon, I got three boxes of cereal and, like, four hot dogs and a burger. It was... <laughs> it's... And the thing is, like, I feel bad getting food like that and not eating it, so, like, I will take, like, I will take any food that you get just for me, like, and I will eat it right in front of you, all of it. Like, it, it's kind of horrifying. But, like, I, I feel, like, a sense of obligation to have to, like, finish the whole thing in front of you um, to show you how much I appreciate you getting it for me. Well, then we'll have to get you a pint of ice cream. Uh, please, please don't do that. Please. <laughs> don't bring me a pint of ice cream. No, we'll get you a gallon. Because I will eat that whole thing in front of you, and it's not pretty. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Waffles. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me here. And for everyone watching out in the chat, be sure to tune in next week when we have Narrator Pony, who, you may not believe this, narrates pony stories. Oh. He's a good friend, and we're finally, we're happy to finally have him on the cast. But until next week, your bartenders for this evening have been a non-pencil. Thanks. Enigmatic Otaku. What? Milk. Is my nap time over? Ravage. Enigma stole my gimmick. An amazing guest, Waffles. Ech. And my name's Flutter Priest. Buy my book. I mean, see you next week! Fucking priest, you shilts.